Hello and welcome back to another episode. Oh, I'm gonna turn that on mute. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed your sleep, but it's time to listen up. Hello, randos everywhere. Um, I was just playing Doki Doki. I'm just kidding. Um, I wasn't, but um. You know what I was actually playing? I was playing, you know, some good counter counter strike. Um <clears throat> Oh frick I forgot to turn off the intro. <laughs> um I'm in a new setting recording booth you could say. Oh frick, the door's open. <clears throat> I'm back. So, why don't we pick up what we had put down yesterday, which would be some goosebumps. After that, we we might listen to a good horror story, you know, yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> if we were left off at, um, alright, let's start reading chapter two. <clears throat> we're gonna go all the way to chapter four, by the way, guys. You know, take it easy for a bit. <clears throat> She heard laughter at another table. Someone yelled, way to go, Steve. She whipped her head around to see her friend, Steve Boswell, standing behind her, a mischievous grin on his face. Gotcha, he said, letting go of her shoulder. Steve pulled out the chair, the chair next to Carly Bess and lowered himself over its back. His best friend, Chuck Green, slammed his book back onto the table and then sat down next to Sabrina. Steve and Chuck looked so much alike, they could have they could have been brothers. Both were tall and thin with straight brown hair, which they usually hid under a baseball caps. Both had dark brown eyes and goofy grins. Both were faded blue jeans and dark colored long sleeve t-shirts. And both of them loved to scare Carly Beth. They loved to start her, to make her jump and shriek. With a horrified cry, Carly Beth tossed the worm at Chuck who was laughing wildly. Then she leaped away from the table, knocking the chair over us. The chair clattered noisily against the hard floor. Carly Beth covered her mouth and ran, gagging from the lunchroom. <clears throat> I can still taste it, I can, she thought. I can still taste the worm in my mouth. I'll pay them back for this. <clears throat> Carly Beth thought bitterly as she ran. I'll pay them back, I really will. As she pushed through the double doors and hurtled towards the girl room, the cruel laughter followed her across the hall.
from school, Curly Beth hurried through the halls without talking to anyone. She heard kids laughing and whispering. She knew they were laughing at her. Word had spread all, all over school. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Word had spread all over school that Carly Beth Caldwell had eaten a worm at lunch. Carly Beth the scared cat. Carly Beth who was frightened of her own shadow. Carly Beth who was so easy to trick. Chuck and Steve had sneaked a real worm in a fat brown worm into a sandwich. <coughs> and Carly Beth had taken a big bite. What a jerk. Carly Beth ran all the way home. Three long blocks, her anger grew with every step. How could they do that to me? They're supposed to be my friends. Why do they think it's so funny to scare me? She burst into the house, breathing hard. After school, Carly Beth hurried through with the halls without talking to anyone. <coughs> she heard kids laughing and whispering. She knew they were laughing at her. Word had spread all over school that Carly Beth Caldwell had eaten a worm at lunch. Carly Beth the scaredy cat. Carly Beth who was frightened of her own child. Carly, wait, have I read all that? Oh, I've read all that. Um, sorry, I literally almost reread some of it, but don't worry. All right, we're back. Anybody home? She called, stopping <clears throat> in the hallway and leaning against the banister to catch her breath. Her mother hurried out from the kitchen. Carly Beth, hi, what's wrong? I ran all the way, Carly Beth told her, pulling off her blue windbreaker. Why, Miss Cardwell, Miss Cal... Caldwell asked. Just felt like it, Carly Beth replied moodily. Her mother took Carly Beth's windbreaker and hung it in the front closet for her. Then she brushed, brushed a hand affectionately through Carly Beth's soft brown hair. <coughs> Where'd you get the straight hair? She muttered. Her mother was always saying that. We don't look like mother and daughter at all, Carly Beth realized. Her mother was tall, chubby with woman with thick curls of coppery hair and lively gray-green eyes. She was extremely energetic, seldom stood still, and talked as rapidly as she moved. Today, she was wearing a paint <coughs> stain. Gray weight sweatshirt over black lycra tights. Why so grumpy? Miss Caldwell asked. Anything you'd care to talk about? Carly Beth shook her hand, shook her head. Not really. She didn't feel like telling her mother that she had become the laughing stock of Luna Avenue Middle School. <clears throat> Come here, I have something to show you. Miss Caldwell said, tugging Carly Beth towards the living room. I, I'm really not in the mood, Mom, Carly Beth told her, hanging back. I just, 
come on. What? Wait, hold up. Where, what? Where am I? I just come on, her mother insisted, and pulled her across the hallway. Carly Beth always found it impossible to argue with her mother. She was like a hurricane, sweeping everything in her direction. Look, Miss Caldwell declared, grinning at the gesturing to grinning and gesturing to the mantelpiece. Carly Beth followed her mother's gaze her mother's gaze to the mantel and cried out in surprise, It's a head. No, it's just any head, Miss Caldwell said, beaming. Go on, take a closer look. Carly Beth took a few steps towards the mantelpiece, her eyes on the head staring back at her. It took her a few moments to recognize the straight brown hair, the brown eyes, the short snip of a nose, the round cheeks. It's me, she cried, walking up to it. Yes, life size, Miss. Life size, Miss. Wait, hold up. Miss Caldwell declared. I just came from my art class at the museum. I finished it today. What do you think? Carly Beth picked it up and studied it closely. It looks just like me. Mom, really? What's it made of? <coughs> Plaster of Paris, her mother replied taking it from Carly Beth and holding it up so that Carly Beth was face to face, eye to eye with herself. You have to be careful. It's delicate. Hollow, see? Carly Beth stared intently at the head, peering into her own eyes. It's, it's kind of creepy, she muttered. You mean because I did such a good job, her mother demanded? It's just creepy, that's all, Carly Beth said. She forced herself to look away from the replica of herself and saw that her mother's smile f had faded. <coughs> Miss Caldwell looked hurt. Don't you like it? Yeah, sure, it's really good, Mom, Carly Beth answered quickly. But I mean, why on earth did you make it? Because I love you, Miss Caldwell replied, curtly. Why else, honestly, Carly Beth, you have the strangest reaction to things. I worked really hard on the sculpture. I thought, I'm sorry, Mom. I, I liked it. I really, really, I do. I'm sorry about the mess up. The really, really, I do was actually really, I do. Carly Beth insisted. It was just a surprise, that's all. It's great. It looks just like me. I... I had a bad day, that's all. Carly Beth took another long look at the sculpture. Its brown eyes, her brown eyes, stared back at her. <coughs> the brown hair shimmered in the afternoon sunlight through the window. Turn this back on. Oh, frick. Um, okay. It smiled at me, Carly Beth thought, her mouth dropping open. I saw it. I just saw it. Smile. No, it had to be a trick of the light. <clears throat> it was a plaster of Paris head, she reminded herself. Don't go scaring yourself over nothing.
Carly Beth, haven't you made a big enough hole of yourself today? Thanks for showing it to me, Mom, she said awkwardly, pulling her eyes away. She forced a smile. Two heads are better than one, right? Right, Miss Caldwell agreed, brightly. Incidentally, Carly Beth, your, your duck costume is all ready. I'll put it on your bed, huh? Duck costume? <coughs> you saw a duck costume at the mall. Remember? Miss Caldwell carefully placed the sculpted head on the mantle. The one with all the feathers and everything? You thought it would be funny to be a duck this Halloween. So, I made you a duck costume. One minute. Carly Beth said, her mind spinning. Do I really want to be a stupid duck this Halloween, she thought. I'll go up and take a look at it, Mom. Thanks. Carly Beth had forgotten all about the duck costume. I don't want to be cute this Halloween, she thought as she climbed the stairs to her room. <clears throat> I want to be scary. She had seen some really scary looking masks in the window of a new party store that had opened a few blocks from school. One of them she knew would be perfect, but now she'd have to walk around in feathers and have everyone quack at her and make fun of her. It wasn't fair. Why did her mother have to listen to every word she said? <clears throat> Just because Carly Beth had admired a duck costume and or didn't mean she wanted to be that stupid duck for Halloween. Carly Beth hesitated outside her bedroom. The door had been pulled closed for some reason. She never closed the door. She listened carefully. She thought she heard someone breathing on the other side of the door. Someone or something. The breathing grew louder. Carly Beth pressed an ear to the door. What was in her room? There was only one way to find out. Carly pulled open the door and uttered a startled cry. I mean, cry. Okay. Wow, 15 minutes. <clears throat> well, I'll see you guys in the next episode, but there's still some things we can do. crazy people entertained. Ooh, I'll pull up a scary story. Just give me one minute. Ready, my friends? Because it's going to be a bumpy ride. <clears throat> we bought an old house. My boyfriend and I, he's in charge of the new construction. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Converting the kitchen into the master bedroom, for instance, while I'm on wallpaper removal duty. The previous owner repaired papered every wall and ceiling remove it removing it is brutal but oddly satisfying the best feeling is getting a long peel similar to your skin when you're peeling from a sunburn i don't know what i don't know about you but i kind of make a game of peeling on the hunt for the longest piece before it rips it and under a corner section of wallpaper and 
every room is a person's name and date. Curiosity got the best of me one night when I googled one of the names and discovered the person was actually a missing person. The missing date matching the date under the missing date matching the date under the wallpaper. The next day, I made a list of all the names and dates. Sure enough, each name was for a missing person, while with dates to match. <clears throat> we notified the police, who naturally sent out the crime scene team. I overheard one text say, "Yep, it's human. Human? What's human? What's human, ma'am? Where is the material you removed from the walls already?" This isn't wallpaper you were removing. That's creepy. Alright guys, why don't we listen to one more and then we'll finish off today. I hate it when my brother Charlie has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain me how sick he is, that I am lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations like undammed rivers. When I complain about how bored I am without a little bother brother to play with me, they try to make me feel bad by pointing out that his boredom likely far passes likely far surpasses mine considering he's confined to a dark room in an institution i always beg for them to give him one last chance <clears throat> of course they did at first charlie has been back home several times each shorter in duration than the last Every time without fail, it all starts again. The neighborhood cats with gouged out eyes showing up in his toy chest. My dad's razor found, razors found dropped on the baby slide in the park across the street. Mom's vitamins replaced by bits of dishwasher tablets. My parents are hesitant now, using the last chances sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy and to trick the doctors who care for him into thinking he's ready for rehabilitation. Habilitation. <clears throat> that I will just have to put up with my boredom if it means try say, staying safe from him. I hate it when Charlie has to go away. Makes me have to go, pretend to be good until he's back. Huh. Well, guys, I guess it's the end. I hope you had fun. It's been a real nice day. But why don't we read one more short one? My daughter woke me around 11.50 last night. My wife and I had picked her up from her friend Sally's birthday party, brought her home, and put her to bed. My wife went into the bedroom to read while I fell asleep watching the Braves, the Braves game. Daddy, she whispered, tugging my shirt sleeve. 
Guess how old I'm going to be next month. I don't know, beauty, I said as I slipped on my glasses. How old? She smiled and held up four fingers. It is 7.30 now. My wife and I have been up with her for almost eight hours. She still refuses to tell us where she got them. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's the end for that's the end of today. I hope you've had fun. I know I've had fun. But y'all want to do something else that we didn't do, like besides boring old reading. <laughs> Let's see, what could we do? One minute, let me think. I have a, a little death note cosplay thing. It's not real, of course. I wish it was. <laughs> um, I have the movie Killer Plants from Outer Space, but that's kind of boring to talk about for a few more minutes because I do not want this whole thing to just have been reading. Let's see. <clears throat> Why don't we end it with a bit of music? You like that, guys? All right, let's see what song. Okay. Let's do Welcome to the Internet. to help people customize and save liberty that's just an ad i'm gonna skip through this um, okay well possibly for the first time um, in her life all right welcome back let's do this welcome to the internet have a look around anything that brain of yours can think of can be found we've got mountains of content some better some worse if none of it's of interest to you you'd be the first Welcome to the internet, come and take a seat. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? There's no need to panic, this isn't a test. <laughs> Just nod or shake your head and we'll do the rest. Welcome to the internet, what would you prefer? Would you like to fight for civil rights or tweet a racial slur? Be happy, be horny, be bursting with rage. We got a million different ways to engage. Welcome to the internet, put your cares aside, here's a tip for straining pasta, here's a nine-year-old who died, we got movies and doctors and fantasy sports, and a bunch of colored pencil drawings of all the different characters in Harry Potter fucking each other, welcome to the internet, hold on to your socks, cause a random guy just kindly sent you photos of his cock, they are grainy and off-putting, he just sent you more, don't act surprised, you know you like it, you whore. Show us pictures of your children, tell us every thought you're saying. Start a rumor, buy a rumor, send a death threat to a boomer. Or DM a girl and rumor, find a tumor, find a tumor in your hearsay. Healthy breakfast, you should kill your mom. Here's why women never fuck you. Here's how you can build a bomb. Which Power Ranger are you? Texas Cookie Quiz. Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids. Could I interest you in everything all of the time? A little bit of everything all of the time. Could I interest you in everything, all of the time? A little bit of everything.
You know, it wasn't always like this. Not very long ago, just before your time, right before the towers fell, circa 99, this was catalogs, travel blogs, a chat room or two. We set our sights and spent our nights waiting for you, you, insatiable you. Mommy let you use her iPad. You were barely two, and it did all the things we designed it to do. Now look at you. <sighs> look at you, you. today i hope y'all have enjoyed the podcast and i'll see y'all randos next time